thanks for the opportunity again to bring bring the word of God. But uh, doing something a little bit different, you know, um, it was amazing how worship was about God's goodness, and my word is God is good. So God always works things out, and uh, but for me, I want to talk about how God is good through my personal life, through Christine and I's life, but it's going through our testimonies. So God is good, but then I put on the subtitle, do you, do you remember your testimonies? Because going through life, when I got saved and had the chance to share the gospel or whatever, I always thought, I don't have a testimony. You know, I didn't get delivered from drugs. I wasn't in an abusive relationship. I wasn't, you know, an abusive father or mother. So I was like, what is my testimony? But then uh, when Pastor gave me the opportunity, he's like, hey, Greg, can you talk about God? I'm like, yeah. I'll, you know, so he gave me some options. I'm like, man, God is good. But that challenged me to dig in deeper to remember my testimonies through, through my life. So that's what I'm going to kind of go over with you. But first, I want to give you guys a, a warning. I don't know if that is pulled up or not. may not be. But uh, the warning I want to give, and this is for everybody mainly for me, but the testimonies you are about to hear are told by me, the husband, who may forget important details. So <laughs> so if you hear his wife correct him from the background, just know she is right and I'm wrong. Because I'll probably hear about it when I get home. Because <laughs> I, am, I am forgetful. I forget the, the big details. So I'm like, I was kind of talking to Ro and kind of sharing a little bit about him. Christine jumped up during dinner. like, that ain't right. I'm like, I'll make sure I put that in there and stuff. So uh, before I get into time, you know, before we get into the scripture, I want to go ahead and pray and then uh, kind of lead into the, uh, the first uh, scripture. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord, just for this opportunity, Lord, just to come together, Father God, to hear our testimony, but also remember the testimony you gave each and every one of us, Father God. So help us through this message, Father God, remember and see that you are good through all areas of our life, Lord Jesus. So we just pray, Father God, that hearts are open to hear and receive and see your goodness, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. So before um, kind of get in the first scripture, I'll give you a little background. Um, so grew up in and out of church. My grandma would always take me or me and my cousin would always walked to church, walked to youth group, and I thought I had a personal relationship with Christ, but um, when my youth pastor moved away, I stopped going to church. So as I got resaved, I realized my relationship wasn't with God, it was with my youth pastor and stuff. So God started dealing with me. But then I had had the twins, and I wasn't even going to church, but I knew it was the right thing, so I dedicated them to the Lord and made a promise, God, I'm going to raise them up in church. Well, two years came by, they weren't going to church. I wasn't taking them. So me and Christine got together, and the Lord just put on my heart, like, Greg, remember, you dedicated your twins to me. So the Lord started doing a work in me, so I'm like, you're right, Lord. So my mom at that time was going to church, so Christine and I would take them to church Sunday morning, but still not living for God, because Sunday night, we would just throw a big party. I would get drunk. But then the following Sunday, go back to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, get drunk. So that was a pattern that we did for, man, it seems like several months. But then the Lord got a hold of us. 
and I got saved, and then Christine got saved, and then we've been serving the Lord ever since. But, but it hasn't always been a smooth ride and stuff. But the one thing I want to bring up is that, you know, God hears our voice and stuff. So, you know, out of Proverbs fifteen twenty nine, the Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. So during that time, Christy and I was going to church before we got saved. We were going Sunday mornings, but my mom was praying for us. At that time, she was the rock in our relationship. She was going to church. She was faithful. And she knew that Christian and I were in and out. So she constantly prayed. She worked on us, had the conversation with Christian and I, and she heard the prayers of my mom. So I just want to, you know, thank God. And guys, I think we should just give God a praise break that someone was praying for each and every one of you guys. So I think we just need to give God a praise that he heard, whether it be your mother, your grand, grandmother's prayer, he heard, you, he heard those prayers. Because he heard the prayers, you know, John three sixteen seventeen, we all know these verses for God, for this is how God loved the world. He gave his only and one son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. So because of mom's prayer, Christine and I accepted Christ. And that's where our story kind of begins. So far she hasn't corrected me yet, so I'm good. All right. So 1 John 1, 9. You know, this is the other, so the first one was, sorry, I forgot my, my points, for how God is good out of Proverbs fifteen twenty nine. God is good because he hears. And now the next one is, you know, John three sixteen. God is good, he saves. I'm sorry, I forgot my titles here for you guys. And then uh, John 1, well, I'm sorry, yeah, 1 John 1, 9. God is good, he cleanses and forgives. Because I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, you know, and I confess my sins, he was faithful to forgive me. So First John 1, 9, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. So God cleanses. So how did God cleanse us? Man, that was, that was quite amazing. I mean, I remember when we got saved, that's, we, uh, in our life, we went home and we threw away some junk. We threw away some DVDs. We threw away some CDs. We got rid of the junk. But that happened because God placed us on the potter's will. You know, he made us new by spinning us around the wheel, reshaping us, remolding us. He took the broken and put the pieces back together. That was in Christian and I from being broken from past relationships, past hurts. So I... So I believe even right now that some of us are like, Greg, I accepted Christ, but I still got all this junk. But I believe right now that even Christ wants to put you guys on the potter's wheel and spin you guys around and start uh, shaping you guys, molding you guys into who he wants you to be. Now, after we got saved, you know, we we're trying to figure out, okay, what do we need to do in our life? How do we live for Christ? You know, but then also we went through and realized some of the stuff we did without Christ. 
So my next one is Hebrews 12, 5 through 8. God is good. He disciplines. Like, Greg, discipline, that's not good. It is. It is. So 12, 5 through 8. And you have forgotten the encouraging words God spoke to you as his children. He said, my child, don't make light of the Lord's discipline and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure this divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Whoever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father, if God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and not really his child at all. Since we have respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of our spirits, of our father of our spirits, and live forever? So, I mean, this one is always a learning thing for me. I remember, um, you know, Christine and I, we were making good money, and we were spending it foolishly. God was cutting holes in our pocket. We had a perfect, perfectly good van, but we wanted to kind of get out of that van phase. It's like, God, get out of this van. So we uh, traded in our van for a uh, brand-new SUV. It's like, all right, we got it. We're keeping up with the Joneses. We got the new van. Payment doubled, but it's like, oh, we got it. But then we realized shortly, quickly that we made the wrong decision. We didn't seek God's counsel. So he, we went through a stage of being disciplined. He took, took uh, me out of a, a position where I was making commission and reduced the commission. And then he also allowed us to get behind several months behind on our mortgage where we thought we had to, you know, file for bankruptcy. But through that discipline, God was still good that he protected us. You know, and I'll get into part of that later. But through that, we were able to sell sell my truck. And I shared that with you last time I administered that we were able to sell my truck. And that helped us get out of being behind on our mortgage. But God is like a parent, and I remember when I disciplined my kids, they roll their eyes at me. They throw a fit, and we do the same thing with God. It's like, God, come on. Why? Why is this happening? Just like Megan said, God, you're my faith. Why are we going through this? Why am I losing money? Why am I going through all these? But it's always to teach us. And we had a good conversation with uh, Bailey a couple weeks ago, and it's always like, you don't always know what we're doing, but just trust me. We know what's good for you, and God knows what's good for us. We may not understand or see what he's doing, but he knows. So the next one is God is good. He guides us. He guides us. So Exodus thirteen twenty one. the Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud, and he provided light with, at night with the pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night. So God's word is a light unto our path and, the, and, I mean, and a lamp unto our feet. So many times God's guided, guided me, and sometimes it didn't make sense until it made sense. So I'll kind of give you a history of, you know, some of my going through. After I got saved, Christy and I were working in factory. And for me, factory life wasn't for me. There was too much temptation, too much evil presence around 
So we pray, it's like, God, we got to get out of this. So God opened the door for me to work basically strictly on commission, door-to-door knocking for uh, an AT&T provider. So I was going down in Columbus knocking door-to-door, trying to sell them internet service, trying to sell them satellite TV. But not, and it didn't make sense because we were losing so much money because, again, it was all salary, all, all commission. It's like, God, I don't understand this. But through that door, that allowed me to meet a young man that many of us know, Tim Jones. So through that, I met with Tim, and him and I became close buddies through those next couple of years. We would always get pizza and, and stuff, but it didn't make sense. So God reminded me, this is only temporary. You needed out of that factory, so I placed you here. So at that time, I quit the uh, commission job and stayed at home and fasted for three days. It's like, God, there has to be something better than this. So I, so I would stay at home, pray, fast, and I heard the Lord say, open up the phone book. I know some of you guys may not know what a phone book is, especially the youth. It's like, what phone book? You know, I got Google. But the Lord told me, open up the phone book. So I opened up the phone book and went to a company called Service Master. So I called him, like, hey, you guys hiring? He's like, we are, but we haven't even advertised it yet. I'm like, I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah, well, come on in for an interview. So I went in. He's like, how'd you hear about us? I'm like, I'm like, I was fasting and praying. The Lord told me, you guys. And he's like, man, that's great. He's like, you know, we're we're Christians. We go to church here. And so I got hired on the spot. And it was always amazing, you know, so prayer and fast works. So, again, it doesn't make sense until it makes sense. Like, God, I'm going to quit quit a job that is good factory money for nothing, but then turn into something. And then from Service Master, Christian and I started growing our family. And Service Master was a great job, great uh, employers, but unfortunately they just couldn't pay what we needed to keep our family up with insurance and stuff. So I think my mom heard like, hey, Greg, uh, Verizon is hiring. She's like, so you should maybe go see them. I'm like, all right. So I went interview with Verizon. I'm like, man, that's still a couple of dollars pay cut. I'm like, God, what is going on? I'm like, it seems like I'm always losing money. But God, but went in there and, you know, just did my job with, with front, who became Frontier. And through that, I realized that God provides. So God is good. He provides. First Timothy six seventeen through 19 says, teach those who are rich in his word, in, in this world, not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be strong up they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for their future so that they may experience true life. So that, so th- there's so many stories that I can share with Frontier as far as, you know, the, uh, the way God provided and the way he took away. So I know as I started working with uh, Frontier, did the uh, pre-employment test and all that, and I exceeded all those. And, God, and people are like, how are you doing that? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have no experience with telecom. I'm like, you know, it's always God. And I remember that um, as I'm going through you know, we would, I would get commissioned. Christy and I would help people out. We would be going over and beyond, giving to the church that we were going to at that time, helping people out. 
but then also there's times that we spent foolishly. And that's where I said I'll come back to the story where when I had to give up my truck, you know, we it was I was working in the call center making the commission, and then an opportunity came available like to learn the business side. You know, I learned the residential and I wanted to learn the business side. So an opportunity came up where I could basically be like what they call a support agent. I can basically go out and support the sales guys, but then also be internal to support the customers. So going through that, it's like, that, that sounds good. I get to learn the business side. I get to be more valuable to the company. But then I remember my supervisor at the time was like, Greg, that's a pay cut. She's like, you're not getting overtime. You're not getting nothing. It's strictly salary. There's no commission. I'm like, I know, but it just makes sense. So Christian and I prayed about it. It's like, it just makes sense. I don't know why. I'm like, on paper, it doesn't make sense. But we knew it was, so we you know, even went to pastors like, this is what we want to do. It's like, don't do it. It don't make sense, Greg. It's like, oh, well, I did it. <laughs> and, and at first, I'm like, man, they were right. It did not make sense. Because that's when I, you know, after the first couple months, he's like, man, there was no commission coming in. We got behind. We let the truck go after we foolishly got the SUV. But then through all that, God was protecting us. As, you know, First John five eighteen says, because after taking that position, I think maybe two years went by, the call center shut down that I would have been working in as a residential person. They cut the, you know, so God protects. Didn't make sense. I went through all this, you know, you know money, losing my truck, yada, yada. But God protects. So it's always amazing to see that. So even with the pay cut, he remained faithful because Christy and I remained faithful to him. And I think that's the most important thing. We remained faithful. Even with our pay cuts, we were still tithing. We were still attending church. We were still ministering to children. And then the next one, God is good. He protects. He protects. So First John... 5, 18 through 21. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning, for God's Son holds them securely, and the evil one cannot touch them. We know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under control of the evil one. And we know that the Son of God has come, and he has given us understanding so that we know the true God And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only true God, and he is the eternal life. Dear children, keep away from things that might take God's place in your hearts. So this one, I didn't see this one as far as God God protects. But when I was kind of going over over this morning, I was listening to do some worship in, in my office, and God showed me. So I needed an example. I'm like, God, you protect, but where's my example? So God uh, brought it to my attention. God used Christine to protect me through bad influences. You know, I was, you know, so I was working in the call center, and there's there's distraction in the call center. And I remember I wanted to play softball so bad, and she's like, no. I'm like, Why? She's like, she's like, no, you're not doing that. You know, co-ed, you're not doing it. But, and, I mean, we got, we got some bad arguments over that. But, 
God, God protected us because Christine's seen something that I didn't see at that time. He's seen where, she's seen where other girls were trying to get my attention, and I was blind by it. But if she didn't step up and allow, and, and God didn't use her to protect me, then who knows what could have happened. So, so I was naive thinking that I was super strong. I, I was, the devil can't get to me. But Christine could see the devil working and was trying to bring distraction. So God removed that distraction of me working in that call center and took me into that business position. Again, all these didn't make sense till it made sense. Then God is good. He blesses us. So Matthew 5, 3 through 11. God blesses those who are poor and realize their need for him. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those who are whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember the ancient prophets who were persecuted in the same way. So God blesses us. So I remember, you know, given the past testimony, and I've said this a lot of times to some people, but the testimony of Caleb and Bailey, you know, they were, uh, it's a tough one, but God used them to bring us to church for Christian and I get saved. But God also protected them from the environment they were exposed to. And, and through that, God has blessed them with a, you know, like a stable home, blessed Christine and I to be parents, so a lot of the uh, blessings come from we started with Kayla and Bailey because if it wasn't for them and me remembering the promise and me dedicating them, I was going to raise them up in church, probably wouldn't be the same story. I probably wouldn't be up here standing today. But so that's where, you know, we were going against the enemy, going in and out of court, trying to fight for Kayla and Bailey. And through that, we've seen God show up in different ways where it's not not common for a man to be the residential parent. It's not common for the man to not to pay child support. It's not common for the man to get full custody. But God has always provided every time where he, you know, took the child support, decreased it, took child support, removed it, you know, just and then, you know, just completely just wiped out the situation where Caleb and Baylor are here every day. So God protected them as well. And then more ways that God blesses. I remember working in the call center. You know, people mocked me and persecuted me when I worked in the call center. It was like, how is this guy coming in, you know, had no telecom experience, selling, outperforming, this and that. And so people would start going to supervisors to tell lies. Hey, Greg uh, scammed this account. He threw other stuff into this account. So they would go back, listen to my recorded call, you know, check my orders. 
and they could never find anything because it was all on lies. So God used that and blessed us, but it was always a persecution, and I remember being stressed about it every day. I mean, I would come home stressed, like, oh, this person coming against me now, this person's coming against me now, to where it was to the point where just about every night I was throwing up, just the, the stress of the environment. So, again, that's where God blessed me with the job, but also protected me by moving me out of that job under the business position. Again, it's like, God, this don't make sense. I'm in this situation. I'm getting sick. You're providing, but it's like I'm not understanding it. But when things happen, it's like, I see what you were doing, God. It only took three years, but I see it. (laughs) So the last one I have is God is good. He sends us. God is good. He sends us. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Go, therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. Behold, I am with you always until the end of age. So with that one, I feel that God sends us. So we need to be ready to be a witness. And our testimony is a powerful instrument that God will use. So again, when I start, I'm like, I don't understand, God. I don't have a testimony. I didn't go through the abusive relationship. I wasn't brought up on drugs or anything like that. But when Pastor Rowe gave me the challenge, like, you know, what about God is kind, God is, I'm like, God is good. That allowed me to go back and look at my life and realize, man, God, I do have a testimony. It may not, make, it may not be a testimony for everybody, but it's a testimony for somebody that they can, that they can hear. So that's where I feel that God is saying, Go. You know, now it's time for you to share that testimony. And that's where I wanted to encourage us as the titles. Do you remember your testimony? Remember your testimony, no matter how small or how big those testimonies can be used for somebody, can be used to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. So just use your testimony. You didn't go through your life without a purpose. He has that purpose for you. Whatever you went through, someone else is going through it. You can share that testimony. Even if they're not going through it, but they can see how God worked in their life, and they will desire that. It's like, I want that. But and I, I'm sure I missed out so many details. I'm surprised Christine's not back there like, whoa, 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 you forgot this. But it, it was good. But when I when I was going through this, you know, I'm like, God, I'm, this, this is probably just me because I jumped on it real quick, and I, I knew right away what I was going to do as far as the testimony but then a couple of weeks ago, Blaine got up here and mentioned the testimonies. And Miss Betty got up here and talked about the testimonies. And then even today, you know, God is good, the worship songs. And Blaine was talking about, remember you know, the healing, remember this. It's like, all right, God, this is the word you have for, for us today. Because I was thinking about just trying to scratch it this morning, trying to start all over, but I couldn't. But so it's just nice to see that. But through this, you know, one thing that kept coming up for me was, you know, the fact that God hears us, uh, he hears the prayers. And I feel, and I felt this when I knew I was going to do this, that God wants us to be praying for those who are lost right now. There, you might have a somebody in your family that's lost, that's not living for Christ. He wants us to pray for them by name, to call them out. So, I mean, that's that's kind of what I feel the altar call is today is, 
you know, if you got a loved one that's not serving or you got a loved one that's backslidden or a friend or a coworker, I feel the Lord is saying, I hear your voice. I need you to use that voice and call them out by name.